So abortion rights advocates hoping to make it easier to end late-term pregnancies have actually outsourced a drug trial to an impoverished African country. This is from Real Clear Investigations. And this is literally about a clinical trial that is that is being done in Burkina Faso. And many of you are familiar with Burkina Faso. It's it is one of the most impoverished areas of the continent of Africa. And this is where they uh, subsequently decided to do a drug trial on women in this impoverished nation uh, for drug-induced abortions. And so, it's you know, I could probably just stop there and you'd be like, okay, but, but, but we're not. So what's actually happened is, is that we have talked about drug-induced abortions on here before. We have talked about uh, women that have tried to get access to them through mail. Uh, being, that's, that's really where this is going, by the way, in this nation, is to get, uh, it's, it's the ability to get an abortion to a woman as quickly as possible without her actually having to see a physician. That's what they're after in this nation. Okay, I'm just letting everyone know that. And so, but here's the interesting part is that um, it says the outsourcing of the study, which began two and a half years ago, two and a half years ago, mind you, it appears to reflect the reluctance of American women to participate in such trials. Okay. I wonder why. I wonder why, right? And so uh, it says 2013 bulletin from the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists acknowledged that they had failed to recruit enough women for a North Carolina study of midterm drug induced abortions. The reason? Potential participants strongly preferred surgical abortion. And I'll tell you why. Because drug-induced abortions have a tendency to have higher, there's a higher um, risk, in my opinion, of that woman experiencing complications. Why? Because when you, when a, a surgical abortion is done, it has to be done at a clinic, hospital, wherever it is that you know, they're doing the abortion. So it's in the setting where a doctor is present. There are professionals that are present versus a drug induced abortion, which, uh, is, is basically it's, it's a woman she's by herself and she's literally, um, having to pass a fetus, a child out of her body by herself. And it can be not only physically, um, a violent thing, but it can, it can also be a, a very emotional, um, emotionally disturbing experience for that individual, for that woman. And so, um, but, 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 but let's keep going. So, so, so who's sponsoring, who's doing this, who's doing the trial? That was my first thought. So this trial is actually being sponsored by, I don't know if I'm saying this right, Genuity Health Projects, which is a New York based group. I did not find that surprising at all. A New York-based group who is aligned with Planned Parenthood, also not surprising. And so one of the interesting things about this is that who thought, you, you know, you know, uh, you may not believe in um, 
Well, never mind. I, I'm going to get to that here here at the end. Okay. You know, I started to wonder, you know, how did they end up in a place like Burkina Faso? Why there? Okay. And so, you guys, this is a very, very, very long story. And so, we're trying to get to the gist of what is actually going on here. Now, the trial actually began May in May of 2017 and ended December 31st, 2019. Okay. Um, and it was conducted in four cities in Burkina Faso. Four cities. Patients in the study had to be willing to undergo surgical completion if necessary, uh, which is a surgical abortion, in the event of complications and to provide consent. Okay. We've talked about uh, mesoprostol. We've talked about uh, uh, mifostrone. We've talked about those two drugs and what they actually do to inside of a woman's body. How one is about uh, actually hindering uh, the development. It hinders, it kind of blocks all of the, uh, vital things that need to go to the child. It stops those things. But then the other is about extracting what is actually in the uterus. That's what those things do. And so, um, but, but it can cause, it can cause a lot of issues. Okay. So there's a lot of technical stuff here that, you know, not going to get into. So let me see if I can go back to this page. Um, I don't want to get into that. So, abortions in these circumstances are often more likely to lead to potentially life-threatening complications for the mother, including cervical laceration, infection, and uterine rupture, or better yet, just full-blown hemorrhaging, which is very possible um, in a place like Burkina Faso. Okay, so one of the reasons that I, I again, why, why there? So. The most uh, adverse effect, uh, obviously, is hemorrhaging, which represented 16% of the total complications. Now, doctors within that within that area, um, it was interesting because the 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 situation there in Burkina Faso at this time that they were even doing this study showed that there were currently about 100 gynecologists in the Society of Gynecologists and uh, Obstetricians of Burkina Faso. But what's interesting is that there's a high, they have one of the highest infant mortality rates and one of the lowest life expectancy rates, I believe, in the world. Wow. So why would you go somewhere? Um, mind you, now, 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 I, I, I will just say this. A leftist would gladly use a nation like Burkina Faso and say, well, they have the highest infant mortality rate in the world. Therefore, we're doing them a great service. We're doing them a very great service by coming in and making sure that abortions are available to them because obviously they're not going to be able to carry children anyway. So we're here to help. Once again, leftists come in and decide to be the savior. All right. But the problem with this, you guys, is that um, this is an impoverished nation. Okay. I believe that I, I, I believe it's like one for every, I think there's like one hospital bed for every like 2,500 people. Okay. They don't have access to the kind of tools and resources and things that are needed if a woman 
hemorrhages, okay, and basically bleeds out. They don't have they don't have they don't have access to blood. They don't have access to things needed for transfusions. They don't have these things for for these women and yet they chose it, you guys. They chose it to be a place where a clinical trial would be done for drug-induced abortions, which produces the kind of complications that they they are not prepared for. Just blows my mind. But yet people don't believe that the whole issue of eugenics is real. Why would you go to a nation like this? You guys, this is not this is not like this is not some clinic in some some study group in Burkina Faso, okay, that did this. This is literally a, a, a New York-based organization that that held this trial directly connected to Planned you know, Parenthood. It's easy, to, it's easy to answer why that they picked that place. Of course, because they consider those people disposable. Yeah, undesirable. The undesirables. Poor black mm-hmm. um, third world country people mm-hmm. in those countries their lives are worth less mm-hmm. they wouldn't go to california san francisco they wouldn't go to san francisco they couldn't do this in any place in america mm-hmm. there they do this because there's no fda mm-hmm. in this country mm-hmm. the government is probably getting money or somebody's getting money somebody's being subsidized and they for don't it. and yeah. they don't care mm-hmm. so they're going to a place where there are no rules and they can just use these black people as guinea yep. pigs. Yep. And this is shameful. Yeah. That this is happening right now. Yeah. And I mean, I was just shocked. I was shocked when I read this. I, I think any other moment in time, this would be a huge outrage in the fact that a story like this comes out and it just flies completely under the radar. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have a, you have an organization going to a third world country and using people in these poor countries, people as guinea pigs. Mm -hmm. I would imagine a lot of these people that are signed up to this probably are doing it for money Mm -hmm. more than likely. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them probably don't even understand the contracts they signed if they did sign any contract. I would imagine their legal system isn't designed to fight back or they have any kind of legal recourse mm-hmm. to fight these corporations mm-hmm. and um, nonprofits that are instituting this program. Well, it's like, you know, you notice they didn't, you know, they didn't go to Ghana. They didn't go to any of the other, you know, they didn't, they didn't go to, uh, there's a plenty of other places that could have been chosen. Better yet, one of these drugs has even been used was produced in France. Why not, why not go to France? Yeah. Why not go to Germany? Why not use, go? Use why not French. go to Sweden? Why not go to to a country that, you know, and find a group of women that are perfectly healthy, not impoverished, uh, probably not, you know, uh, may not be considered under un, undesirable, and try it there. I, I just, I, I just think that people really need to understand this. This is this is sinister. This is deep. This is not about women's right to it's choose. Amazing. Because it seems like liberals pick their worst yeah. for minority people. Yeah. Anything they have that they want to do that's truly despicable, yeah. they find black people to do it to first. Mm-hmm. And, you just and that's see been that. going on for years. Yeah. You just see it throughout history with the Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. And their worst, they're the victim, the number one victim of the Democrat Party has been the black people mm-hmm. of the world. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you've spoken on... Um, the super coils or anything like that yet um this was something and this they put this in this particular article to give an example as to um you guys the the really the level of 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 
what organizations like this that are American-based have done over the years to impoverished nations and to impoverished women, women that are probably considered to be undesirable, you know, or unable, not, you know, you know, poor, unable to perhaps take care of children. That that term undesirable, that's not something that we're just coming up with out of the thin blue air. You know, these are terms that Mm -hmm. were used to describe these Mm -hmm. different people Mm -hmm. by different groups who funded Mm -hmm. these kind of things Mm -hmm. like the Ford foundation Mm -hmm. groups like that. Mm -hmm. They've, they've labeled these people Planned Parenthood at one point Mm -hmm. before all these groups whitewashed their terminologies Mm -hmm. and switched it to where it's like, Oh, now we're helping these people. Mm -hmm. They used to just say they were undesirable. They were dim witted. They were slow minded, feeble minded. Mm -hmm. This is how they describe black people. Mm -hmm. This is how they describe people, Mm -hmm. minorities, Mm -hmm. people of color. Mm Mm-hmm. These institutions are designed mm-hmm. to eradicate us, mm-hmm. and they are doing it systematically. Mm-hmm. So when they're testing out their drugs, this is some of the things they did. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that they implemented was um, one of the things they tested, and actually it went terrible for a lot of minorities. Bangladesh, was, Bangladesh women is yeah. who they tested it out on in 1972. And that's the supercoil. Mm-hmm. And essentially what the super coil is, it's just, it's basically just wadded up, I'm guessing plastic Mm -hmm. and they have this insertion device and they insert it into the uterus Mm -hmm. and it expands and they leave it in there for like 24 hours and it's supposed to irritate the uterus. And so, but it has razors attached though all. So essentially you're just sticking a razor, razors into your body, several Mm -hmm. razors Mm -hmm. and it just goes in there and it just. They say irritate. Mm -hmm. It slices and dices whatever might be in there, and then Mm -hmm. they go in and they pull it out later. Mm -hmm. This has just been horrible. And I Mm -hmm. I looked up, you know, who was the inventor of this, and this is a man named Harvey Carmen. Now, you won't believe this guy's backstory. And just to go a little bit into it, he was an American psychologist and inventor. And in 1955, he was working towards his doctorate in psychology, he was not licensed to practice medicine. He used a speculum and a nutcracker to perform an abortion on a woman in a California hotel room who died. Mm-hmm. He was convicted of providing an abortion, which was illegal in California at the time, and he only served two and a half years in prison. Mm-hmm. He subsequently got out, and he developed the supercoil, what mm-hmm. we just um, talked about. Mm-hmm. And the technique was used to enable lay practitioners, basically people who have no experience in abortions, Mm -hmm. you're supposed to be able to give them this tool and Mm -hmm. they can start doing late-term abortions. Mm -hmm. And who did they go to first? People of color, Mm -hmm. Bangladesh. Mm -hmm. And they inserted in all these women Mm -hmm. and they had high rates of injury in these women. Women were bleeding out and all kinds of crazy things. 13 out of the 15 women actually had to be hospitalized with very serious complications. And some of them even had to have a hysterectomy because they had been so cut up inside they did another trial in the black community in philadelphia pennsylvania Mm -hmm. and you won't guess who was the main practitioner of this Mm -hmm. kermit gosnell you Mm -hmm. might remember that name Mm -hmm. so before he was famous uh these liberals went to him into the black community and said hey insert these super quills into these black people like i just said before they saved their worst for people of color so 15 women in their second trimester traveled from Chicago to Philadelphia where Kermit Gosnell performed the abortions using Carmen's method. 
a public television crew from a station in New York City filmed the procedure at Carmen's invitation. Nine of the 15 had complications, three of those with major complications. Mm -hmm. And so this man went on to, um, he went on to invent more things for abortion. Uh, uh, Carmen invented the flexible canola, and I'm guessing that was something that was used around the world up until 2008. It's just this guy's impact. I mean, the things that he did tied to Kermit Gosnell. I mean, these are merchants of death Mm -hmm. roaming around Mm -hmm. black and brown people's neighborhoods and countries Mm -hmm. testing their wares Mm -hmm. and just doing great damage to the black community. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, And there's, Obviously, there is so much more to this story that, you know, we really don't have time to go into in this particular session. Um, And I will be thinking about, you know, um, if there's anything that I will write about this, if there's anything that I will, you know, maybe do a special video about this. But you can't read something like this and this not be heavy, way heavy upon your conscience. And I know some people want to say, well, other countries is not our business. And you're right. It's not our business. But I have a problem when not only am I trying to use the voice that God, we're trying to use the voice that the Lord has given us to speak out and wake African-Americans up, to wake the black community up when it comes to abortion in this nation, when it comes to what what began before Planned Parenthood came about, what was the real goal behind any of this? And so coming from that standpoint, and I read a story like this where women are being used as guinea pigs in an impoverished African you know, area in the world where they have no access to things that could possibly save their lives, it's just mind-blowing. And it's wrong. And I don't think that we should just sit back and just be quiet about it. I think that people need to be upset about it. I think people need to be um, questioning a whole lot of things. I, I pray that my, my pro-choice you know, friends out there would look at something like this and go, now why would they choose that? Do you still think that this is about a woman's right to choose? Do you still believe that this has nothing to do with wiping out people that are considered to be undesirables in this world and that government American government has been able to control who is who is allowed to live and who is allowed to die for decades and so no that's why we will continue to do these these types of stories this will not be the last time that you hear about this by the way I don't know how but we will continue to bring this this up and we will continue to dig even further into this to find out what exactly, how how deep does this really go? You know how 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 far out do the, does the branches of American government stretch when it comes to abortion? Anyways, guys, we're gonna wrap it up. Uh, thanks so much for listening. You guys take care.